Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to look at the first episode of The Little Drummer Girl uh, which is a new show, it's an AMC and BBC production um, based on a book by the same person who did Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy you told me yesterday I believe so, uh, John Le Carre. There you go, I would never have known his name which, I've, 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 which is why I was handing it over to you right. That might not be his name, but if for some reason that's in my head Okay, so if that's wrong yeah, this is the um, in terms of the the behind the scenes, you know, production wise. Yeah. Uh, this is the same production team that that did uh, the Night Manager uh, a couple of years mm. ago, which was another one of his novels. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, which had a lot of good buzz when it came out. I never saw it, but had a lot of good buzz. Uh, so we'll start spoiler free because it's the first episode as well. This is a six episode series, and obviously it's a sort of espionage thriller type thing. Um, uh, basically, uh, and and as Israelite is is their house is bombed in, in Munich and a team of Israelis want to try and put a stop to these bombings. It's set in the past, of course, and they essentially are going to try and turn a, an English actress into a double agent, even though she has no past in any type of service or, or, or you know, anything like that. So, um, now that we get to a bunch of that in the first episode, really, it, just, it, it kind of ends with a tease of that's where it's going. Um, yeah. Again, we're keeping spoiler free, but uh, the first episode is mainly just here's the crisis, here's the threat, here's the motivation, and here's the character that well that this actress is. But we don't really get any of the her becoming part of anything yet mm. in this episode. Um, so that that is the gist of it, and um, I, I assume following episodes will have her actually trying to infiltrate and actually trying to yeah, whatever it is she's meant to be doing. Yeah. Because uh, because the the villains are this this family of four brothers who have who've been bombing, uh, for a long time in in Israel specifically, but yeah. now they're branching out and hitting targets that are related to Israel, but and else you know around the world. So, yeah, what did you think? Did you like it? Uh, it's all right. I don't love it. Hmm. More positive than me because I was bored to tears. Yeah. Okay. I thought uh, it was kind of weirdly cheesy at points. I, yeah, I can see what you're saying. Like uh, the opening sequence is uh, waiting for the bomb to go off. We, you know, we just said that's the opening, like two or three minutes. Yeah, and uh, it's because it's worth mentioning the reason why they think they can use this actress is because these brothers have been known to use Western girls, and because the, the opening scene has a has a woman who's kind of there to plant the bomb at that this house. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's kind of the line of thought. And, so it does this thing with the like all the clocks and the watches. They're all ticking. Like, it introduces yeah. them one at a time. They're all ticking. And it's you know it's getting more and more. I kind of felt a little bit cheesy. Like it was so over the top. Yeah. It's funny though because I think the over the top moments, the few that are there, are kind of the only times where I wasn't kind of half asleep. Um, okay. Now I I Joe Joe, it's funny. That's the reason why we even are watching this. The reason why I was remotely interested in this. Was because it's directed by Park Chanwick, who or Chanwick Park, if I say his name the right way around. Um, and the reason why I say that, or the reason why I'm excited for that, is because I love his films. I love Old Boy. I love um, uh, Stoker, which was his first English-speaking film. Uh, Sympathy for Major Vengeance, Thirst, bunch of stuff. Right, fantastic director. I love the dude. Um, what's funny is that Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, you know, also the same guy's book. Um, I hated that movie. I, I thought it was the most boring thing. I fell asleep twice in the theatre watching that damn thing. And what's weird about that is that it's directed by the same guy who did Let the Right One In, a film which I absolutely love. 
So he's two for two. This asshole is two for two for me in taking a filmmaker that I think is masterful and just turning it into this sleep-inducing dreck. What, what, what is this guy's shtick? <laughs> you really don't like these, do you? He, he's secretly trying to cure insomnia or something. I don't... It's maddening. Ugh, it's funny. Because <laughs> I, I, I quite like Dinky Taylor, for, for the record. I think it's a very, very oh. fascinating and interesting movie. Uh, I like it more than I do this first episode, I'll tell you that. Uh, sure. Have <laughs> uh, I mean, you got Michael Shannon and Alexander Skarsgård in here? It's sort of the big names. Florence Pugh's the, the actress, uh, Charlie. Uh I'm cur- I'm curious to why Michael because Michael Shannon strikes me as a very serious actor. He likes to take serious roles, and not that this isn't that, but I wonder like what what led to him saying, oh, "I want to play you know someone who's four. I want to do an accent." Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. What what led to that choice? Because it feels like the sort of thing that some actors would shy away from if a serious actor. Like, I don't want to, you know unless they're like, "No, I can do it. I, I can get it within. Uh, I'll convince everyone. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really from Israel." And he doesn't do a bad job, to be fair. It's not it's not terrible. Um, but it, it was distracting just because I'm like. Wait, you don't sound like that normally. <laughs> yeah, it's because you're familiar with him. Yeah. Um, and Skarsgård's almost mute, which made me think of mute, because he's, he's mute in that movie, because it's called yeah. Mute, in case, you, in case you didn't get that. And that was not a this good movie. This is better than that movie. I don't know if I agree with that. I wasn't, I wasn't bored in that movie. That movie was bad, but it was doing insane things. It was at least making me engaged. Yeah, yeah, I can't argue with that. At least I was sitting up in that and going, they're doing what now? What? But What's happening? Just on a fundamental level, this is better made than that movie. Harder to watch, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not clear already, we're not doing episode two of this. I- I- I'm not going anywhere near the rest of this crap, right? I'm not doing it. This <laughs> is boring as shit. I, uh, I-, I watched this and I-, I warned you, I was like, you might not be into this one. Not even remotely. Not even. Yeah. Not even I, a little I, I bit. was like, I, 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 just knew. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't see you being that into this one. No, this is just not so my this thing. Does not come as a surprise to me. No, this is not my thing, and I'm using some very harsh words here, but this is just not for me, right? If you like it, great, go love it. I'm not going to take it away from you, but I hated it, <laughs> and I love the director, which is yeah, this is the baffling so thing to me here. But I, I felt like. There was only a couple of moments here or there where I felt a little directorial flair. Most of the time, it was just kind of, you know, mm. like the one the one moment was there was a scene in Greece where there's like some shadows stuff going on. It's a little bit cheesy, but it's kind of cheesy in a nice kind of romantic way. And I was like, oh yeah, I can see Chamwick Park doing this. Like I, I can see him having this in one of one of his other movies. Yeah, there's a bit when they're up at the the, the Parthenon in in Athens, and that stuff looked gorgeous. Yeah. Just in terms of the way it was shot, uh, if I'm correct, I think it's the the first time that they've been allowed to shoot there at night for a TV show. Uh, they're the first show to get permission for it. So, so the line about "Oh, you bribed a guard to get in" was actually kind of a meta joke about yeah, yeah, not not really being able to go there. Yeah, um, which I appreciated just because because uh, you know I'm like if you know that and you get the little joke, it's it's, it's amusing. Why is it closed at night? No, I, I, I don't know. No Scarce. idea. And 
Uh, See, it seems like a I, pretty spot to be in at night. Is, is there, is... Yeah, I think I think it's with preservation, uh, a little bit in a lot of structural damage, and they're trying to restore it at the moment, I believe. Yeah. Um, and uh, just, I guess they just don't want people there making it worse. Mm. Mm. Seems fair. Yeah. Um, so obviously, I think it's dull. I, I think it, it, the pacing for me was snail's pace. There, there wasn't anything to engage me in most of the scenes. And I think the one thing that was supposed to engage me, which is the lead character Charlie, uh, the actress, is that I found her kind of unlikable, like most of the time. Did you? Yeah, like, like I, I had a hard time, like, like it was fine at first when she was, because I, I got it, okay, she's, she's like, you know, the, this mysterious stranger in Greece, right, oh, it's kind of Skarsgård yeah. who's not speaking, she's the one who's sceptical and thinking, oh, he's probably a thief or something, right, I get the joke here, she's going to be the one who's actually going to end up being romantically involved with him, right, that's, that's what you do, yeah. fine, but, like, even after there was kind of, like, sparks, she, she, she just... It's like it's like she was ruining all the romance by being her. It was weird. Just to just to you know, maybe clarify here, are, are you thinking it's the the acting or the or the just in the script? Not the acting. This, this is the script. This is the character. Yeah, because I I didn't think there was a problem with her performance. No, it's uh, not the performance. It, it's it's like they want her to be this really like confrontational character. And it's fine up until a point because you get what the because because it's almost like the start of a slasher movie in some ways. Because the one smart one, right? She kind of comes across as that at first, yeah. But then it keeps going, and she keeps having these like really just like she she so so again okay, spoilers, right? Full spoilers for the episode. I want I need to get to the bottom of this. So she she accepts to go on a, a trip with this guy she barely knows she, she's, she's got enough of a spark that she agrees to go on a trip with them into greece into athens right yeah, greece, she's already in greece into, but, into yeah. athens right? she, so she's, she's leaving her friends the, the safety of her friend group for a few days with a guy she barely knows and then she still complains at him about the insinuations of, of her being there and then going up to you know and having these romantic moments and the the the, 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 the kiss and it's all these like and it's like you agreed to go on a trip, like what? what? I mean, he's actually been quite reserved for agreeing for, for, for to go on a trip with them to Athens for a few days. Someone you literally just met, yeah, yeah, I agree. But you, but you agreed to do this. You could have just said no. If I, we didn't even get a serious agree, you just cut to her arriving there with him, and I'm like, oh, I guess she did decide to go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, I think my, one of my biggest problems with this episode is uh how scattershot it is. There's so mm. many various threads which start to come together by the end. Don't be wrong. Yeah, the ending kind of but, pulls them together a little bit. But I feel like we're cutting around so much that it, we never sit in one place for more than you know a minute. Two oh yeah, minutes. the like, first oh. the first ten minutes have so many captions telling you what location we're in. Yeah. That I start not to take it in after a while. I'm like, okay, Jesus Christ, we're jumping around. It just stops mattering. And at one point, did Michael Shannon? Because he was in obviously in in uh, Munich, yes, because of the bombing. Did he travel back to Israel for a while and then come back to Munich? Uh, I'm not sure why. Cause I thought there was a scene where because because I just thought it was like we're ban- jumping around all over the place. Even the characters are like flying to and from countries. They, they, it might have been because like I said I yeah. kind of stopped paying attention to the captions like you. Like I'm just it, it, it stopped mattering when when you have ten in the space of yeah. you know, four minutes. <laughs> yeah because um, I, I think I'm because I think you're supposed to really like Charlie I think you're supposed to be behind her and I think what they should have done with this episode is after the bombing um, and after the first scene of uh, Shannon showing up to like 
start the the arrangements. I would have not shown any more of that. I'd have stuck with Charlie and her friends and just told the story of how she gets like drawn in and just make it a character piece for the rest of the episode and just have that one moment at the end when Shannon steps out of the door and you realise this is all connected and just have that be the second time you see him. I get that. And I think, um, you know, the you maybe wanted some more stuff fleshed out with Charlie in this sense. But what I do is, is I do that, but just cut the runtime down. Uh, that might just pick up the pacing a little bit overall if... You know, you, you lose 10 minutes of this stuff that you're cutting away to and just focus on Charlie and have this this solid character piece. And maybe it'll be, feel a bit more focused and it'll go in a bit quicker. Yeah, I feel I feel like even taking all those bits, though, and just leaving the Charlie stuff, she's, she's still kind of a frustrating character the more it goes it on. It is. I, I just think uh, in terms of the pacing, it might have a bit more of a flow to it rather than feeling like it's interrupted every five minutes. I think what this is missing for me is is like genuine character like mm-hmm. it feels like they're all there to service this this espionage plot that we're going to do as opposed yeah. to actually giving me time to actually care about why shannon's so invested in, in doing this beyond it just being his job you know because he's because it seems a bit more personal right it seems like you know, he cares about these brothers the, you know, these swains that yeah yeah he's got a history shit. with them i'm sure yeah um and you know these little things that are just it's it's one of the things that sometimes gets me when I don't like a lot of spy stuff is the jumping around a lot all these details over character like make me if you if you make me care about a character then I'll care because they care yeah. as it is I'm just kind of like you know it, 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 this is as far as the villains are concerned right now it's no deeper for me right now than say an episode of like NCIS or something like that you know it's just yeah the bad guy they blew up something right okay i mean that's i mean it was a bit more stylish don't be wrong but sure, the yeah. opening sequence could have been the start of an episode of NCIS it absolutely could have been there's no distinguishing factor really and Joe is really bad though it's like you know this is a 55 minute episode but by the 10 minute mark i knew how i felt i knew how i felt and it wasn't really going to win me over past that point and nothing it did after that really did um yeah i i definitely don't dislike as much i was never bored i think like i said i think it's got problems uh i don't think charlie's that unlikable i I i don't think that she's particularly likable she's kind of just a bit you know either or for me um I do think it's got pacing problems and, you know, it's it's cutting around mm. far too much. But I, I, I was never bored. And that's not to say that I like anyone else. I'm just I'm criticising Charlie because I feel like I'm supposed to like her. No, yeah, she's supposed to be the, the <sighs> thing that you latch onto and is, is the thing we're going to follow into this world. Do you know what I think part of the problem is as well? I feel like for the first half of the episode, or first third, I'd have to, like, check what the times were, but I felt like... Her stuff felt like the side plot. It felt like, why are we cutting to this random actress? Because it yeah. felt more focused on all the, the, the bombings Un- and the investigation. Until we got to her actually in Greece. Yeah. Uh, all the stuff that's in England with her. It, it was like, what, what what's the point of this? What, what are yeah. we doing? It was just, oh, here's here's 30 seconds to check in where they are. And then once once they got to Greece and, and you know, we cut to them on the beach, yeah, that's well, when it became a bit more of a significant part of the, the episode. Yeah, once it got to that, it felt like they were, she was now the focus of the show, as opposed to before yeah. that stuff where it just felt like she was a side character. Uh, and I think that's kind of part of the problem as well. Um, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just... I have nothing to latch on to, and I was bored. So I have very little to say or enthusiasm to give. That's fair. I have One of, one of my problems in terms of just like uh, plot things was... Hmm. So they get she's on the, the beach in Greece, 
yeah. and she waves at this woman. She's like, oh, hey, I, you know, I saw you on the, the plane or the boat or whatever it was that they got here. And, you know, we've seen you around. You know, do you want to come and join us? And then and then immediately we, we cut to, oh, oh, there's that guy who we've been seeing everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. it's in the same scene. It's just her friend turns around and goes, oh, yeah, there's that guy. And we focus on him instead. And the woman's just forgotten about then until the end of the episode. Yeah. Like, she's just not relevant. It felt like this thing, like, why, why are we introducing this now other than, oh, we need to know it later? It felt really jarring to just throw it in like that as a sentence and then cut to the other mystery person instead. Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't think I recognize her at the end. Now you're saying it, I'm like, oh, that's where we knew her from. Because I got that we'd seen her already at the end yeah. when she was with the group. But yeah. I'd it, forgotten that, that scene happened. Beat, sure. No, I, I I buy it. It makes sense, but well, I said it was literally just that. Oh yeah, you're that person we saw, and and then waved at her, and then that was it. And then they went, oh, there's that guy who we could see everywhere. Yeah, it was just it was clunky. It was it was this clunky thing just so that you'd seen her before when you see her at the end again. It's very expositionary of of going, oh, we keep seeing these two people, yet this is the first time we've seen either of them as the audience. Yeah, that's, that's a good point, actually, is when they say, oh, we've seen him again, it's like, well, we haven't actually seen him before. I mean, they they say they have. Because she lists, like, four places. She's like, oh, we saw him at the, the place where we were getting the, the, the groceries. We saw him at the place where we were getting this. Yeah. We saw him there. We saw him there. And I'm like, this is literally the first time we're seeing him. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was weird to do that with both of them in the same scene. Like, because that, 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 to me, that's where your your story comes from. Build the mystery. Have them notice from the first time. You have have like one of them just turn to the other and say, "Oh, he's kind of hot, right?" And just have that. Then that's fine, whatever. And then, and then the second time, yeah. they notice him again. It's like, oh, that's kind of weird. That's mysterious. Is he scary? Is he following us? But we cut straight to like the fifth time they see him, and they're like, "Oh, maybe he's following us." I'm and gonna like, go confront him. This just feels like way way for thin now. Like, I, I just don't believe it. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. No, I agree, because it wouldn't have been hard to... Because we cut from London straight to them on the beach uh, in terms of their story. It wouldn't have been hard to show us a couple of things in between. Yeah, and no one ever questions uh, like who this mysterious person is who's flying them out there or or anything like that, which I'm sure is part of the... the yeah, we've got up. this patron who who's you know likes us enough that he wants us to go out and do this play in Greece. We're going to go and rehearse and... Yeah, oh, by the way, I think that's who, that's who I, I think that's who I thought the woman at the end was. I thought it was the person who sent them, like not not like bought paid for it, but the woman who came in and told them at the start <laughs> that they were going to Greece. I thought that was maybe her. you're right. Maybe I'm maybe I'm. No, I think about. you are right. It, yours makes way more sense. <laughs> you were just like, who could it be? Yeah, and that's the only person I could remember. Yeah, because just from the interaction at the end, I got that. She, that, 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 that there was someone that she'd yeah. seen before. Yeah, definitely, that was the uh, the the implication. So. I think it was her on the beach. I feel like it just doesn't focus on the right things to make it an engaging story. Like, focus on the mystery of is he actually following them? And then have, you know, because it could be this, like, you know, strangers meeting and it's the uneasiness, like, is he dangerous, is he not? And I felt like the episode never really plays with that. Like, once she starts talking to him, it's just kind of like her being confrontational in a kind of annoying way and him just being quiet. It never actually felt like, oh, maybe he is dangerous or maybe he isn't. Like, I never, it never crossed my mind. I, I, I felt like she was jumping to a conclusion and he was just kind of being dull. <laughs> like, there was no, there was no thrill. There was no suspense. There was no, maybe this is the story. Um, so, so the fact that it turns out that he actually is an agent who's working with the Israelis and this is all a big sum set up, just makes me go, oh, okay. 
he didn't seem that interesting. He still doesn't. Yeah, I think they, they try so hard to be like, oh, yo, man of mystery. We don't know anything about him. That maybe it goes too far. He's just a blank slate. He is, yeah. He's a blank slate. And like I say, you just handle it differently. You you, you see him. You can have him be quiet, but you treat it more like it is a little bit scary. Give him some presence in other ways. He's just, I don't know, like, I don't care about their potential romance that's happening. <laughs> like, it never makes me care about that. It never gives me a reason to care no. about her finding someone, if, if that's what we're going for here. I have no idea what I'm supposed to connect to with with, with this story in this episode. Uh, no, that, that's a fair thing. And in my experience with, with these three, you know, like Tinker Taylor, so I just by, uh, there was another one that I watched. I can't remember the name of the movie now, actually. Um, I'm blanking on it. Ah, uh, oh, Most Wanted Man. Um, it's not really about character. It is very much about the details, about the plot. And I'm okay with that when it interests me. Like like, like Tinker mm. Tales as well. You know, it's very much, oh, look at all these details. Look how it builds. The characters kind of don't really matter. It's all about just the mystery and, and what's going on. And I can be really into that when it's done well. Uh, this here, it's it's trying to do a bit of both. And it's kind of not really landing as well as it could be on either. Yeah. No, that I'm done. I'm good. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna push it. <laughs> uh, anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up? No, no, I'm good. I'd, I'd like some of the music. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> there are a lot of very traditional, like spy thing, like these sorts of you know mystery th- themes. Um, they were nice. Mm. All right. That's that's little the little drummer yeah the little drummer girl if I can say a title properly, um yeah so do not expect any ep- more episode reviews from us um we will not be covering the rest of this and I don't think Connor's even going to watch the rest even though he was more positive than I am I'm going to take a stab in the dark here and guess that if probably not just as I thought I'm sure it well ain't um so yeah really not for me uh. Please do give us your opinions, though, in the comments. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Helps us out a lot. Get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fudge for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head to patreon.com slash TV, and you can do that over there for as little as a dollar. But otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla?